Thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 133. Beshrew that heart that makes my heart to groan for that deep wound it gives my friend and me. It's not enough to torture me alone, but slave to slavery my sweetest friend must be. Me, from myself thy cruel eye hath taken, and my next self thou harder hast engrossed. Of him, myself, and thee I am forsaken, a torment thrice, threefold, thus to be crossed. Prison my heart in thy steel bosom's ward, but then my friend's heart let my poor heart bail. Whoe'er keeps me, let my heart be his guard. Thou canst not then use rigour in my jail. And yet thou wilt, for I being pent in thee, perforce am thine, and all that is in me. That was Sonnet 133 of Shakespeare's Sonnet. I am Mark Chesley, and I am joined by a very childlike... Thierry Helis. Hmm. You look you look quite childlike. You've shaved your beard, and, and you look very I, smooth-faced. I've and... shaven my beard, and you haven't seen me in a while. No, but I've had my beard shaved for a while. I'm also I'm also in student mode. Oh, wearing you've got my your uh, I don't know again. why I showed that at the camera when people can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it, it's, and that's all that matters. It, it's my University of Glamorgan shirt. It, May she best. rest in peace. Yeah, it now now does not exist as a university. It's now I'm guessing part of the University of South Wales. Is that right? It, it, Glamorgan and Newport are the University of South Wales. Wait, are the now, University yeah. of South Wales. Well, they see, merge to become the University of South Wales. Which I'm sure makes sense, and I'm sure benefits Glamorgan far more than anything else, because that's always... When I was there, this is very odd politics, but when I was there, it was always about merging with universities that would bring something of benefit to Glamorgan. There was no no chance of compromise on Glamorgan. Yeah, but but now they merged with like the 142nd best university in the UK, i.e. the, the fifth worst or something like that. <laughs> like Newport was very, very far <laughs> down the list on the, the, the Times wow. and Guardian leagues. Wow. And, and you know, less funding. So they fired quite a few. Well, not, not fired. They asked lecturers to retire. Ah, so so quite a few of them have gone, disappeared. That's a shame. That's a shame. It was. I enjoyed it when I was there. It was a nice university when I was there. Yeah, yeah, I had fun. Yeah, Ah. just living in the hills. Well, in the valley between the hills, you had to walk up the hill to get on campus. Yeah, it. Yeah, they they for some reason put the student accommodation at the top of the largest hill. I think it was punishment for the students that drink. Like yeah, you... it was very fun in the morning because you could just, well, you could have rolled out of bed and literally <laughs> rolled down the hill into the lectures. But um, yeah, it wasn't so fun at night. No. Or even after several hours sitting down in lectures, having to walk up the mountain. It, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. We, we, we've gone completely do... off track. I yeah, nothing to do with Sonnet 133 at all. I'm sure people want to know about our education background. I'm, I'm sure that's one of the reasons people listen. That's to this why podcast. they listen. Pillow talk with Mark and Thierry. <laughs> that would be the weirdest podcast in the world. We have to do that. Uh, what do you think of Sonnet 133? Because I really don't have that it's, much of a view at the moment. It's very weird. Like, like the website I read the one just says... Um, 
it appears that his friend, the beloved youth, has also fallen for the mistress and is totally engrossed by her sexual charms. Yeah, and, the, and well, it says friend, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, the, the notes, it, it could still... Very awkward. This is my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> well, this, is the, this is the young boy I used to stalk before <laughs> yes. I stalked you. <laughs> Is is that a good thing? If if you're being stalked by someone to sort of be introduced to the previous person they stalked, and just just get a referral. <laughs> you can here ask. My, what, here what are, are my references. <laughs> but yeah, it it does say my friend, which is the first time in the run the the Dark Lady sonnets we've had sort of reference to a different person, another person. Sorry, just taking a drink. Um. And and it but, is also if it is the beloved youth, it's also the first time he's called the the the, the youth a friend and not a lover or a stocky. Yeah, that that relationship, if if it is the fair use, has changed a lot. If it's now friend, because I don't think you can have friendships with that kind of power imbalance that the the um, no we've had no. already. Maybe he's really... convinced himself that it's a friendship now that he's find a new object of. Uh, Lust and desire. Now, now that oh I... yeah, no, no, that that previous relationship that wasn't really no, nah, no, nah. that was nothing. We're not... Don't believe the rumors, my dear. <laughs> I love you and your dark skin, not the fair youth, not that. No, no. I did. I call him fair youth. I meant my friend Bill, or whatever, <laughs> his, whatever his name's going to be, William and Bill. <laughs> William and Bill, they would be a lovely gay couple. They, there's this thing in the gay community. You, it, it, I don't know whether it's self-perpetuating, uh, but you tend to find gay couples with the same name quite a lot, like like John and John, or or Paul and Paul, or Steve and Steve. It tends to happen quite a lot. I've noticed. I don't think Very I've anecdotal. ever come across a, a, a gay couple that have the same names. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's I, just me that. I, that. I mean. <clears throat> I'm not that active in the uh, the gay community anymore. No, no. Since since that person with the boobs convinced me that boobs are good. I just, just I, 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 we, they're not allowed in the gay community. That's why we got rid of you. We kicked you out. You're a traitor. That's, saying that though, every time I I I, uh, I was in a gay bar, there are a lot of girls in there, mainly because they know that they'll just probably be left alone, or or if someone does talk to them, it's just because they want to talk and not take them home and, and uh, do other things. Yeah, I, I yeah, I would not know if I'd like to be... Oh, well, I wouldn't want to be a woman anyway, but it must be hard being a woman when you're out and about because you've got the pressure to look nice, but then by doing so, you kind of attract unwanted attention, which is, is very weird. And that I, I, I don't mean that in <clears throat> yeah. a kind of victim blame way, but in the way that women... And if you follow for certain people on Twitter, like um, Everyday Sexism... It's very much obvious that if a woman leaves a house showing any sort of flesh, she's going to get a man rubbing up yeah, against but then, her. <clears throat> even not showing flesh. Yeah. I've seen that happen too. Just the mere fact of, of being a woman, they just they are objects just for their gender. Which is horrible. I don't ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Men like that should be shot in the leg. That would stop them. Yeah, just chemically castrate them. <laughs> We're getting scarily close to eugenics <laughs> right now. This is probably not yeah, a good route to go not... down. No. No. Mm. 
I'll have to reconsider my plans then. <laughs> Not until you have ultimate power, then then you can. Okay, that, that that that's fair enough. I'll work my way to the top, and then I will introduce eugenics. Yeah, oh uh, yeah. Once 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 people are not in a position to argue with you, that's that's when you can make that shift. Just 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 look at Hitler. If if <laughs> once I'm in the position that no one can argue with me, that chemically castrating men is wrong. Yeah, uh, but probably if they did argue with me, I would just do that to them. <laughs> just... Ever since I chemically castrated him, he's been quite docile and. <laughs> <laughs> This man in the corner weeping. Oh, I want my balls back. Oh. <laughs> You're mean. You're a mean, evil man. I no. I'm just. I. I don't know. Most evil dictators probably wouldn't go out and. Uh, I mean, David Cameron pr- tried to be the nice guy to get it voted in. I'm just honest. That, that, well, there's I'm no just. I'm just going to tell that. people what they're going to get, and if they 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 put me in power, well. Me. They were warned. They kn- I'm not hiding they behind were- a Nick Clegg. <laughs> <laughs> this is my manifesto. You'll see on the manifesto there is eugenics, <laughs> chemical castration, shooting of anyone with an IQ less than 50. <laughs> it's going to be a hard sell, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Less than an uh, IQ less than 50. That's kind of the... Um, uh, the test should be... The, like the, do you know what well, the bell curve is? below fifty, they're not going to be any danger because below fifty, they're going to just—I <laughs> don't know what the politically correct word is. They're—they're they're going to be the people that you have to take care of, and, and they are in a home anyway because they can't function. True. On their own. <laughs> I like the fact you've like, got a range. Below below this amount's fine, but between this amount and and this amount, you're a danger to society. Yeah. Yeah. That would also eradicate all the right-wing people because right-wing people... There's like a study on they average. had. Right, right-wing people on average are actually more stupid than left-wing people. Well, yeah, and which, and... which makes sense. Because it's, I, I had a friend sort of suggest this to me. Being right-wing is, is a very selfish thing to be. Being right-wing tends to be about uh, things that are good for you. It's promotion of the South. And that uh, the South, which is why... It's generally anti-immigration and 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 other things. It's because... which is a very short-sighted view because what's good for everyone is also good for yourself. Yeah. Maybe it's, not it's in the short childish. term. It's quite a childish yeah. view as well. It's it's that toddler. I want this. I want this. I'm the centre of attention. Everything should be for the benefit of me, um, which is interesting. But try and tell that to someone who's right wing, and they say you're being patronising. So, yeah. <laughs> But, but then that, that goes back to the whole not being as intelligent thing because if if your whole argument is like well, well you're stupid it isn't really a good comeback. Mm. It's true. Um, nothing to do with Sonic One Three Three again. No, it's everything to do with Sonic One Three Three. It's all about power imbalance. And you think this this Sonic's about power imbalance? Do you? <laughs> well, he's introduced his friend into the. Uh, the relationship triangle and then just kind of gone well I really like you but now my friend also wants to do nasty things to you <laughs> yeah there is there is definitely an element of uh, I but 
Yeah, I I really like you. I like the Dark Lady, and then my friend also loves the Dark Lady, and it's going to be interesting to see, I guess, whether this develops. Does if this theme continues, whether the Dark Lady chooses one over the other? Because I can only imagine what will happen to Shakespeare if the Dark Lady chooses, she chooses to the friend. Him. Yeah, that that won't go down wrong. But there's no hint in this sonnet about which one she's choosing or. I, I, I just just scanning through to make sure that's correct. Of him, myself, mm. and yeah, yeah. Of him, myself, and thee, I am forsaken. And it, it, it suggests, yeah, a torment thrice threefold thus to be crossed. Prison my heart and steal thy bosom's ward. Friend's heart, let poor heart bear. Whoever he seems to be setting himself up as as the victim already, though. Yeah, yeah. He does have. He seems to have that tendency to um, pretend to be in power, but at the same time, kind of going, "I I don't really have a choice." And it's just it's a bit like the abuser, just kind of going, "Well, you've made me hit you, you upset me," kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. In a weird way, I can I can see that, and I wonder if there is a. So it's me from myself, thy cruel I have taken. And I, I wonder if there's an element of Shakespeare's annoyed at the Dark Lady coming into his life because it has distracted him from this relationship he had with the fair youth. He's no longer solely focused on the fair youth and, and he's yeah, upset. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a, you're stopping me from being gay, damn you. <laughs> it's, it's you with the boot lady, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> because I was such a rampant homosexual. You you were so much so I bet you, you just... even said homosexual. You you'd say, No, darling, I'm a homosexual <laughs> Which is the worst pronunciation ever. I don't think I've ever come across that. Homosexual. Oh, it's kind of the received pronunciation way of saying it, the RP way of homosexual. It's horrible. That I doesn't really it. quite work, R R P and and I don't know. That's that's really weird. Just imagining this incredibly posh person talking about homosexuality. Yeah, it, it tends to be the phrase they use. I don't like it, I, and I know a few people who use it in that way, and in that, in that they say the word that way, and it just mm. strikes me as as a horrible way of saying it. Just because in my head it always links with it tends to be said by people who are kind of anti it, the homosexual agenda, posh conservatives. The homosexual lifestyle. Yeah, that's a lifestyle yeah. choice. Because I, I can't. Well, my help my choice was heterosexual my... because boobs. <laughs> I, I I considered the options and I went. Well, I already have a dick that I can play with. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go play with boobs now. That that see that's quite a logical thought out way. Is it, <laughs> all things being equal, I have the thing that I don't have. <laughs> Uh, that that makes sense. Exactly. You don't want more of the same. No, that's no. just weird. Whereas I, I took the opposite. I went. I quite like this. Therefore, I have more of it. <laughs> it's like ice cream. I like ice cream. I'm going to get more ice cream. Whereas you went. I like ice cream, but you over there, you've got pretzels, so I'm going to have some of them too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of pretzels. Marshmallows. Okay. Marshmallows. Let's go with marshmallows. They're also okay. squishy. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way your brain just categorizes <laughs> Trampolines are a lot like boobs. Why? Because they're squishy and bouncy. <laughs> it just makes 
no sense. Oh dear <laughs> me. But uh, yes, so I, I, I think this on it. I think he is slightly annoyed with the uh, with the lady. Um, yeah. There used to be a Sainsbury's van sat outside my door at the moment. Is he just standing there? Yeah, but if it is him, he's here an hour early. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's just, why he's just. Maybe it's his break. Maybe, and I've got headphones on, so I can't hear if he's knocking on the door. This is a problem for the for the listeners of the post podcast. I've got a food <laughs> delivery coming, but not meant to be for an hour. Hmm. Do Do you want to go have a look? Oh no, he seems to be sat in the van. Um, I can see him in the in in the mirror of the van. Um, I I I've just turned my phone on, so maybe my phone will ring. But ah ah well. Let's carry on. We've only got a little bit longer on this yeah, one, to be yeah. honest. So it's it's uh, it's very strong imagery in this, though. It's very violent, almost. Prison my heart in thy steel bosom's ward. It's it, it's no loving imagery. It's very much well prison and and steel, which is a very kind of hard and and you're not able to move very much if you're wearing a steel suit or, or a steel shield true and and it's interesting what sets him free is uh, but then my friend's heart let my poor heart veil as if the love for the woman is different from the love from the fair youth the fair youth's love is is forgiving <clears throat> it's paid my bail whereas the love of the woman is quite confining and constricting and trapping him yeah I can kind of see that though it's it's the kind of the, the the friends are gonna be there after the sh- the woman breaks your heart kind of thing. Yeah, the, they are the constant, not the partner. But if if we assume that the friend is the fair youth, then it it, it sort of puts that in a slightly different light. Yeah, he might be stuck between the two worlds. It's like on the on the one hand, his friend is kind of um, what's the word? Giving him comfort that that. The mistress is so cruel to him. Yeah. But then, on the other hand, he also knows that the friend would quite like to, you know, be in the steel bosoms ward himself. And then, yeah. Just... So the friend almost, yeah. I wonder if there's jealousy that, because we had that that it was never, we never did find out whether the relationship with the fair youth was reciprocal, did we? It was never. No, no it we was never, never found out if the fair youth loved him back. So I wonder if he's jealous of the fair youth. If if you are, and I I don't know because I'm not bisexual, but I wonder if bisexual people get upset at people or whether there is a perceived that someone who is straight could love a woman more than a bisexual person could, or whether that at least is what's being explored by Shakespeare here in a sense that he loves the dark lady, but is he? Worried that the fair youth, who solely likes women, will be able to somehow love her more than him. Yeah, I I don't know. I I wouldn't have thought that 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 might be a prejudice. I can't see why, if you are bisexual, no. you I mean, loving someone in that way is always going to be the same. But I wonder if there's a there's fear no... of that. That's I guess what I'm yeah. suggesting. Shakespeare could be worried but, that the fair youth will stake more of a claim to the Dark Lady because 
he can solely love her, whereas Shakespeare's character's love is always going to be split. Yeah, but but then I don't know. I, I guess that that you you could see that. And maybe, maybe I, I would say that even if if you are a jealous person, then you're going to be jealous no matter what the genders involved are. Yes, that's probably true. I mean, yeah, if, yeah. if you're dating a man and and you're all just gay, then and and you're a jealous person, you might we might still be jealous of the fact that your man would would bugger off with another one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe bugger was the wrong word there. <laughs> or, or perfectly the right word. Or <laughs> perfectly the right word. <laughs> it's such a horrible word, that word. It sounds so visceral, so so almost onomatopoeic. It's bugger. It's just kind of got a rhythm to it. It's it's a bit. Yeah. I don't. I I've always just used it either as in like, oh you little bugger, or uh, <laughs> you as dirty in, little um, bugger. Bug buggering off, as in kind of just effing off in a yes. a nicer way of saying that, rather than you know, yeah, he buggering off. someone. Yeah, and there's I think there's also you call people who really like rugby or people into rugby are they rugger buggers? I'm sure that's a phrase. Possibly, I am as involved in rugby as the next um, lad in Wales, but um, no, I have no idea. <laughs> right, from from Urban Dictionary because you know this is a valid source. <laughs> rugger bugger, a large, often hairy man who plays rugby for some local or regional club, is built like a brick house privy. And after the game, retired to the pub with the rest of the team to sing rude songs and tell blue jokes. A rugger bugger. I'll, I'll have to remember that one. The Cardiff is going to be filled with a lot of those in, uh, well, this month and into next month. Yeah. That's well. Freaking that's... Six Nations. Six Nations. It will yeah turn Cardiff into a rugby madness for a. It's for a, a it's while. a sea of red. For the shirts, not for the well. Mainly for the shirts. There are probably also going to be quite a lot of fights. Well, no, rugby and, crowds and... fight less than football crowds. Yeah, they get very, very, very drunk, though. They do get very, very, very drunk. But they generally jovial No one drunks. can drink like rugby lads. Hmm? They're generally jovial drunks, rugby. Yeah. Lots of singing, lots of hugging. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of singing and hugging. Whereas, in general, or what my experience of football crowds is, is a lot more shouting and a lot more... There's a lot more, yeah, right wing, our team and... Yeah, exactly that. It, it, it might be easier because if you're in Cardiff, everyone around you is, is going to be Welsh. That there, there isn't... I, I, you couldn't, you couldn't have a pub filled with English people. Yeah. Which, which, which might not end well. Uh, I don't know. We should do an experiment. That's what we should do. No, just, just the next uh, rugby game. You come down to Cardiff, and and we both just dress up as the opposing team who who played Wales, and then um, see, see what, what happens. happens. Yeah, maybe maybe not us. Maybe we should hire actors. 
Uh, that that's well, well you well in here i mean we we have all the contacts yeah yeah <laughs> what, what, what do you want us to do well it's a performance piece you <laughs> go into town and aggravate the the football uh, fans and and see what happens we we pay for your travel expenses and your mcdonald's oh, oh mcdonald's i wouldn't want a mcdonald's if it was free and the only food i'd had in a week <laughs> <laughs> Burger King all the way you are Burger King fan oh, it's just disgusting <laughs> I think Burger King read... as well though oh Burger King I'm, I'm gone I'm gonna you should be I'll, next time you're here I'll take you to the grazing shed okay they, they use local meat and local produce and just to make the burgers fresh <gasps> it's so nice that does sound awesome okay next time I'm down we should do that I'm, I'm gonna read us out okay sonnet 133 Beshrew that heart that makes my heart to groan for that deep wound it gives my friend and me. It's not enough to torture me alone, but slave to slavery my sweetest friend must be. Me from myself thy cruel eye hath taken, and to my next self thou harder hast engrossed. Of him, myself, and thee I am forsaken, a torment thrice threefold thus to be crossed. Prison my heart in thy steel's bosom wards, and then my friend's heart let my poor heart bail, Whoever keeps me, let my heart be his guard. Thou canst not then use rigour in my jail. And yet thou wilt, for I, being pent in thee, perforce am thine and all that is in me. Excellent. That was Sonnet 1. Nearly stumbled on that last line. You, but you didn't. And that's that's. it was a brilliant reading, actually. That was Sonnet 133 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I have been Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent. I have been Thierry Halas, or evil Thierry in this one, as, as it appears. It does appear a little bit. And, yeah. and, and, and you can follow me on Twitter at TNJHR with, I don't know, four H's? <laughs> yeah, four H's. Mark Excellent. retweeted me, so just go on his timeline and, and follow Excellent. evil and, Thierry. And we have a Tumblr account now because, you know, let's do all the social media, <laughs> which I'm having great fun with. Uh, I still don't really get the whole Tumblr thing, but I'm having great fun finding out. Um, and, and yeah follow us on that so this has been Shakespeare Sonnet you, we will be back next time for Sonnet 134 and we shall see you next time you, you should also tell them what the Tumblr address is ah oh, see um, <laughs> inyearentertainment.tumblr.com yeah that sounds that right. works yeah you're that's, fine that's where we are brilliant see you next time bye bye <laughs> bye bye You've been listening to Shakespeare Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.